This is the iMoveU podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career. Hello, and welcome to the iMoveU podcast. Pete here, and today we're going to be talking about something that's it's come up a lot lately with a few practitioners I've been talking to across different professions, actually. And what it is, is people who aren't getting results. So they're clients that aren't getting results, but it's not because they're not sure what's wrong with them, or it's not because they're not sure of the plan moving forwards. In fact, they know exactly what's wrong with this person, and they've developed an amazing plan but the person's not following it. And so they're not getting the results they they want and they're getting very frustrated. And, you know, just listening to them, we had a really good conversation just the other day. And one of my friends, he said, well, you know, that's on them. If they don't want to do this, if they don't want to be involved in their rehab and take charge and be accountable, well, that's not my fault as a therapist. I've done everything I can do and now it's up to them. And so I can wipe my hands with that. No, I've done everything. My challenge to him was that, you know, I used to think that way too, but I'd completely reframe that. And now, thanks to my business mentor at the time who said, Peter, take responsibility for everything. Take full accountability. And when I did that, I went from going, you know, it's, it's his fault. That's the reason he's not getting better to going, well, have I not shown him how important this is? Have I not developed a good enough relationship with this person so that I can get him to do that? So once I started putting it back on me, I started to break down what are the different things that I could be doing that would make him more likely to actually do these exercises and to follow the plan and to achieve the results that we would like to achieve. The first part for me was going, all right, well, let's look at the relationship. With each and every one of these people that I wasn't getting the result that I wanted, not getting that desired result, the relationship I had with them wasn't as good as it could have been. And so I actually spent three to four sessions really digging deep and building that relationship, finding common ground and getting to know them a bit better as a person, not just as a patient. And what I found straight away was people started to do the things that I asked. People started to get better results. People started to actually trust me more and understand that I was doing the right thing for them. And this was the process to move forwards. And that the plan was actually a great plan. And nothing had changed except me spending more time getting to know them personally. And actually asking a lot more questions about their personal life. Finding what common ground we had and building on that. It was really, really quite interesting. And the thing that I found really useful when I was doing this myself was each session I would would go in with the the idea that I'm going to find out one more thing that this person is passionate about. And I'd ask them that question. I'd go, you know, what are you, what are you working on at the moment? What are you doing in life that you're really passionate about, that you really enjoy doing? And I just got them talking about that. And the more they talked about that, the more they really opened up to me about everything else too. And very important, I made sure that I wrote that down in the notes that I could ask about that next time, showing that I cared just that little bit extra to remember what this person had said to me so that I could reflect on it and ask again. That was hugely important, I feel. There are a few people that I still struggled a little bit with. So I thought, well, what are the extra touch points that I can do to work on this relationship? 
for one of them, the thing that really worked for me was actually matching their communication style. Now, this person spoke really, really slowly, like exceptionally, exceptionally slowly, and they were also quite softly spoken. Now, at the time, I was probably speaking really, really, really fast all the time. I used to drink like 14, 15 coffees a day, and with a resting heart rate of about 180 beats per minute, it's hard to speak slowly and hard to speak softly. So we spoke very differently. And I watched a really good video by Tony Robbins on matching, and I thought, well, I might give that a shot. I might try and match how this person communicates with me so that I can hopefully build better rapport with them. So instead of going in and speaking really, really fast, the whole way through the consult and loud, this person who was softly spoken and spoke very slowly, I spoke softly to them, and I matched their rate of speech. And fascinatingly, after only two to three sessions, we started to build a better relationship together. We started to get along a lot better and they started to trust me. They followed the plan and we got a great result. It was just one, it was a one percenter. But I would challenge you to look at your own patients and go, well, how are they communicating to me? Because I want to communicate to them in the same way. And it's, it's not just how they communicate, but it's the words they use too. If you get someone who comes in and they're very proper in how, you, in how they talk, you want to speak similarly to them. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, if someone comes in and they're, they're a bit of a maybe you know, typical footy player and they swear a lot and they're way over the top, well, you're probably going to want to match that a little bit too. Now, it doesn't mean swear every second word, but if you're really prim and proper in how you speak to that person, they're probably not going to like you. They're probably not going to trust you because people like people who are like them or who are like they would like to be like. So people like people who are like them or who are like they would like to be like. So if you can match people on what they say and how they say it, you'll actually build a better, deeper relationship with that person much easier. The other thing you can match if you're looking at matching is actually matching someone's body language too. Look at how they sit. Are they leaning forwards? Then lean in. Are they leaning backwards? Then lean back. It's those little one percenters you can do that are actually going to help improve how you develop a relationship with someone. And the better the relationship you have with someone, the more likely they are to actually get better the more likely they are to comply with your treatment. And there are many studies around this where they've looked at communication training in health professionals. And what they found was that when a health professional gets communication training, their patients actually get better. And the real, real big reason for this that they're finding is that it's to do with compliance. They comply better with the management plan or the treatment plan that you set out for this person. Now, this makes total sense when you think about it. Someone... If they like you more, they're more likely to comply with what you've asked them to do. If they trust you more, they're definitely more likely to comply. So by focusing on our communication with someone and building a better relationship, we can help people get better faster. We can get better outcomes for our clients. And that is the reason that we got into health. Well, hopefully that's the reason you got into health. You got into health to help people, to help as many people as you can. So next time that you're looking at someone on your list and they're not getting better, look at why they're not getting better. 
put it back on you. Is there something else that you could be doing? If they're not doing their rehab, if they're not complying with what you've asked them to do, put it back on you. How can you strengthen that relationship? And guess what? If you strengthen that relationship and they're still not doing it, well, you're in the perfect position to have a very tricky conversation with them because you've got that rapport, you've got that trust, you've got that relationship. What a time to be alive. The iMove You podcast. This is the iMove You podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career.